0: Again, Chodesh, and I'm uh, learning this morning should be Le'ilu uh, Nishmas of Moses Be and uh Joel's father, whose uh, yard site is this, uh, is this coming week. May his neshama have an Aviyah. This uh, week's parish, Yaakov uh, Levinu, sets out uh, from Beersheba to travel to Haran. Uh, so he begins uh, traveling to Haran, and of course, this week is uh, also Thanksgiving, which is the busiest uh, travel time of the year. So I wanted to take the opportunity, Le'habdil, so I wanted to take the opportunity to discuss. Uh, the topic, always relevant topic, of uh, Tefilas haderach Yishalmi tells us in the Sefer of the that uh, traveling was a dangerous uh, undertaking, and HaSotan makatreg B'Shas V'ShaKona, Chazal tells in a number of places that the Satan advocates against us at the time of Sakana, and therefore Chazal instituted a uh, specific, uh, particular tefillah for a person who is uh, setting out upon a journey, which was a uh, dangerous undertaking. Even if a person is traveling for a Dvar Mitzvah, by the way, the Gemara tells in Masech Psachim and Adav Chesme that Mitzvah Nizayken, if a person is traveling for a Mitzvah, he is... He is granted a certain measure of protection. At the same time, the Gemara says, Shkiah Chazayka Shiny. If there's a, a significant possibility of uh, danger, so then, Shluch Mitzvah not, they're not protected. They're only protected if there's a uh, you know, minimal danger. If there's a significant possibility of danger, so then even Shluch are uh, are uh, are vulnerable, and they would be included in this uh, mitzvah of reciting, uh, if they're setting out upon a journey, of reciting Tefilas HaDerech. But the Gemara tells us, the sugi of Tefilas HaDerech is really all found in a few lines in the Gemara Masech mm-hmm. HaTaz and Avchav Tesme The Gemara tells us, Amalei mm-hmm. Eliyo Eliyo appeared to Reb Yehuda Ach- Achva, the Rabbi Salach Hasida, and he told him, mm-hmm. He said, first consult with the Rebbein Shalom, your Creator, before setting out upon your journey. My Hamlech beKainech say, "What did he mean that you should consult with the Rebbe?" Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Chizda, Tefilas Haderech, to recite be? Tefilas Haderech. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi call Yoitz leDerech, Tefchlis Palo Tefilas Before uh, setting out, he should, or as uh, as he's setting out, he should uh, say Tefilas Haderech. Amos Matsli, though, when do you say Tefilas Haderech? So I'm Rabbi Yaakov, i Chizda, Mishosh and Mahalech Once he's begun traveling, Ad, Kama, until when? Amrab Yaakov, Amrab Chizda ad parsa, until a parsa. A parsa is four mil. So a mil is the uh, distance that a person can walk in 18 minutes. That's what we presume. Uh, that's for argument's sake, 18 minutes. And four mil is, a parsa is four mil, so it's the uh, distance that a person can walk in 72 minutes. So he should, Tfilot Haderach uh, is from the time a halek Baderach, when he begins to on his journey, ad parsa, until four mil. So Rashi understands these uh, two statements of the Gemara as uh, being one continuous statement. One is modifying the other. When is the earliest time you can say Tefilah Sederach? When you have set out upon your journey. When is the latest time you can say Tefilah Sederach? Ad parsa? Uh, uh, once you're, uh, you know, four mil into your journey, you pass there, you can no longer say Tefilah Sederach. You have until the distance that it takes, uh, that you can travel in 72 minutes to say Tefilah Sederach. Once you have waited uh, past that time, your opportunity to say tefillah sederach has expired. That's Rashi over here on the uh, fifth line of vayisalef ad parsa parsa. After you've traveled to parsa, you can no longer say tefillah Then Rashi quotes in the baal though, who understood these two statements as not connected. They're not. One is not modifying the other. When can you say tefillah sederach? Mishash baderach. When you're on the journey. What is the the gemara mean when it says you can say tefillah sederach ad parsa? that's the minimum distance that you're traveling, which would uh, evoke the obligation to say Tfilas Haderach. If you're traveling a Parsa, that's a significant journey that you would say Tfilas HaDerech. If you're traveling less than a Parsa, it was assumed that it wasn't dangerous. Uh, how far are you traveling outside of the city? Less than a Parsa? That's still the outskirts of the city. So you wouldn't be obligated to say uh, Tfilas Haderach. That's where Rashi, mefarish. Uh, he holds, he disagrees with Rashi, you can say Tfilas HaDerech the entire Journey. Once you're on the journey, you can say tefillah sederet as long as you want. Just what does the Gemara mean ad parsa about mi parsa, If you're traveling less than a parsa, you <coughs> wouldn't be obligated in reciting tefillah sederet. Rabbi fundamentally agrees with the baal Halachas He agrees with uh, that the minimum uh, you have to travel in order to uh, incur the obligation of tefillah sederet is a parsa, and he agrees, you can say Tviyos HaDarach way past the first parsa, once you begin your journey, you can say it the entire journey, but Rabbi Yonah understood that these two statements of the Gemara are connected but telling us something else. Rabbeinu Yonah understood that what the Gemara was saying was, you can say Tviyos HaDarach from the time you begin your journey, until you're within a parsa of your destination. Once you're within a Parsa of your destination, uh, you're almost there already. At this point, it, it doesn't make any sense to say uh, Tefillah Tzaderech. Mm-hmm. And the Shulchan Aruch, Paskins like uh, the Bahag and like Rabbeinu Yoina. That the minimum a uh, person has to travel in order to uh, be obligated in Tefillah Tzaderech is a Parsa. Less than that is assumed that it wasn't dangerous. However, the Mishnaburah over here writes over here to Yisdaled, uh, if you know that it is dangerous, let's say you're traveling less than a Parsa, but you happen to know it's p- through a particularly dangerous uh, area, so then, you could say tefilas adarach. The assumption was, less than a parsa, it wasn't dangerous. But if you knew that it was dangerous, and so welcome that you know it's dangerous, if you know it's dangerous, you can't say tefilas adarach. So we passing like that point of the bahag and the minimum that you have to travel to uh, the in tefilas adarach is a parsa. The distance that it take a person could travel when he's walking in seventy two minutes. And uh, he also, the like the Bahag, that you uh, begin saying Tfilah Sederach when you are on your journey, and you can say it uh, throughout the entire journey. It doesn't have to be within the first parsa. But the Shulchanach also passes like Rabbeinu Ya'ina, once you're within a parsa of your destination, now you can no longer say Tfilah Sederach. We'll get to it in a second, yeah. And the Ramah is Machmeh like Rashi. Ramah holds that we should be Machmeh like uh, Rashi, that a person, at least L'charchil, that a person should try and say a tefillah within the first parsa. within that first uh, distance that a person can travel within 72 minutes. So Shachanarach holds you could say it the entire time. Rashi, the Ramah is Machmeh like Rashi, and we try and do like that to say within the first parsa of the journey. How do you measure a parser, though? So we said it's the distance that a person can travel, in seventy-two minutes, is that when a person is walking on foot? That's when a person is walking on foot. What if he's traveling in another mode of uh, transportation? How do we measure a parcel? <laughs> so Mr. Bura writes over here: uh, Ois David, habarzo, mikishiyasu The Mishnah Bura understood that it's a distance <laughs> that a person can travel when he's walking seventy-two minutes. Uh, but if he's, let's say, traveling on a train, so it's not a time of 70, you don't have the first 72 minutes, it's that distance you could walk in 72 minutes. So if you're traveling on a train, it's going to go by very quickly. But by the same token, the minimum uh, distance that you're traveling would also be less. If you're traveling on a train outside of the, uh, the, the city, even if you're traveling for a few minutes but it's past that distance you could, you know, walk in 72 minutes you'd uh, be obligated in to feel sadarach. It's a distance of walking, not uh, time. It's not measured by time. What determines choosing between distance and time? Why, one why one? should one say? Why, why one Afro chooses Debatable. one? Debatable. So so ch- yeah, so it to, uh, those who disagree, as you would imagine, the tshuvahs, yeah, t- yeah, t- yeah, yeah zichr nehudah. I don't know why. Why, why I mean, would one say I one way or the right, other? I mean, What's the motivation? one, but why? Yeah, the Shiva Zichron Yehuda, which is Rabbi Yehuda Greenwald, who was the Rav in Satmer at the turn of the century, in Hungary. So he has in his Shiva Zichron Yehuda. No, it's a time measurement. Why should it be measured by uh, well, no. By yeah, exactly by distance of walking. So and, and there's. It, it could be every area of Allah is different. This also has to do with being uh, outside of Yerushalayim and carbon Pesach. All of these things are based on uh, time measurements. Uh, the question is is it a distance or is it a time? Yeah. Uh, maybe every area of Allah is I mean, different. For example, negos uh, time. So,
1: right. Okay, how- long you walk. Right. I can take a train or Yeah, a train. okay. I Maybe mean, it's a good topic.
0: You're right. I'm, I'm just curious how they decide. Uh, yeah so I you're don't know Oh, know. so I guess one second, one second. Okay. So when you're traveling on a train, therefore, first of all, then the distance is much shorter. It's uh, the amount of the distance that a person can walk is seventy-two minutes. And the first parsa you have the window, at least according to Rashi, the Khatila, we do like that. We say it the rest of the journey until you're within the parsa of your destination. The Khatila the Rama says we should try and do like Rashi to say it in the first parsa so that if you're traveling on a train or in a car, that could by uh, quite quickly. What about in an uh, airplane? The Zichron Yehuda, which is a Yehuda Greenwald, disagrees. Rabbi adopts that position that it's based on ta- time, which would mean uh, uh, you, could, you have longer to say, but you have to be traveling for at least 72 minutes. If you're traveling for less, so than are not. Then uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be obligated. Right. Or if it's what? 72 72-minute uh, drive, and even if you're outside, you wouldn't be obligated to say it. So it, it cuts both ways. No, beach, uh, no. Of Go with the Mishnaburu. Everyone goes with the Mishnaburu. Really? Oh, well, yeah, the, that Sorry. is the distance, which means you have a short window... Oh, which means that even if, yeah, it cuts both ways. So, but your window to say within the first pass, which we'll trying to do, is shorter. So what do you do then when you're taking off uh, on an airplane? So first of all, do you have to say when you're traveling on an airplane? It has nothing to do with whether you say on an airplane. One discussion has nothing to do with the other. But there is a debate whether or not you're obligated, somewhat of a debate, you're obligated to say when you're traveling on an airplane. Why? Specifically an airplane? Because the Gemara says, the uh, says in Parashat by Shilu uh, by, uh, HaKa, if a bird will uh, encounter you on the way, uh, or in a tree, or on the ground. So, but it says, on the way, so the Gemara says, even if you find a bird in the sea, you find the nest with the eggs in the sea, I'm sure the birds like that. So the Gemara says, that's called Baderech. Why? Because the pastor says in Sefer Yishayahu, Hanoisim um, bayom derech v'mayim azim that the water is considered to be a derech. So the Gemara says, what if I find a bird with a nest in the air? I don't know, uh, this could be conceivable, but fine. find it in the air. So the Gemara says, no, the air, the avir, is not considered to be a derech. So because of that Gemara, with regards to uh, Shilu HaChaka, if you find the bird in the air, that's not called ki yikril lafanecha kanzipa fanecha, fanecha derech. So the uh, Rabbi Zevin in his sefer called Ishim Veshitos, which was short biographies of many tzaddikim and gedolim. So in his biography there of the shover, he calls him the Raghatshavar that he was so un- such an unusual tzaddik, he had many unusual positions. One of his unusual positions was, you don't say to feel if you're traveling on an airplane. A derech, uh, the, the air is not called a derech. But most Paiskim uh, yeah, do not okay. accept that. But when do you say, when's the first parser then when you're traveling on an airplane? So the Paiskim quote in the name of Rabbi Yaakov, that you should say it as the plane is uh, speeding, you know, at the, the, the end of the taxiing, when it's uh, speeding yeah, yeah. up to take off, you should say it then. shoma Zalman held is that it's still, you're not in the derech yet. You should wait until you take off. So most people start saying feel the derech as it's speeding up, and then you continue. It takes a while to say it, and then you know, by the time you finish saying it, you've already taken off. Why wouldn't I fall in the category of over the last year, time? Ah, well, because it's not a Birch Zad Mitzvah, a Mitzvah. I understand, no, but why wouldn't it? Well, anyway. That's only Birch Zad Mitzvah, it's limited. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. What do you want to say? What's the accepted distance, uh, comparison? according to the following? Oh, what's accepted distance how long I don't know I don't know I don't know, I don't know. yeah <laughs> no, you say that you can't say it until you stop seeing houses until you stop oh, 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 oh. so we'll get to one, your point, one second literally one second but why is it so we're Mahomet, like Rashi to say it in the first parasha but why is it that uh, Rashi held the have to say specifically in the first parasha that's why the Rosh didn't pass in like Rashi look over here i oh, say at the end he says guy's still in the middle of his journey why should he not be able to say so the Meiri explains Rashi as well as many other ahrenim, Uh because uh, based on the way the Gemara introduced Tfilas HaDerech look back, Aliyo said to Rabbi Yehuda Ahva the Rav Salah Hasidah and you're going out on a journey Hamlech he said consult with the Rebun Shalalem before you go what does that mean consult with the Rebun HaShelolim so Rashi explains that Gemara ask for permission to go that's how Rashi understood Tfilas HaDerech that it's asking for permission to go Therefore, it says the Mi'iri, even though of course it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission, but one is supposed to ask for permission to go and you have to do that, uh, therefore, at the beginning of the journey. You have to do it right when you start. If you wait until you're halfway into the journey, now you're going to say to you, now you're asking permission? That doesn't make any sense. So therefore, you have to say it specifically in the first uh, Parset. The Baha'i disagreed, many explained that Bahag felt this is not a, uh, a tol and an Tilus rishus in order to go on the journey uh, even though it was dangerous, we're asking the Rebunner alone for permission to go rather this was a unique tefillah b'eis tzara at a time of uh, a person is in a dangerous situation that Chazal instituted for people who are traveling along uh, on, uh, <coughs> on the journey because that was a dangerous undertaking so this is like a unique tefillah b'eis tzara which everyone holds at a time that you're in, in Sakana. So if a person yeah, is need. before you even
1: start. No? Oh,
0: so we got get to your point right now. So that's why the Bahag's held, since it's a tefillah of the Makam Sakana, of course you can say it as long as you're still the Sakana on the journey. If you are in the last parsha, you're almost home. To say it then is too late. But if you're within the journey, uh, why not? Of course, you should be, should, should be able to say Tefillah Sadarach. So that this uh, should be related to another Machlechus between the Taz and the Muggan Avram about whether, whether or not a person can say Tefillah Sadarach before he even leaves. So the uh, Taz over wow. here. He says you can say it even before you've left. Yeah, makes sense. Even though uh, the Gemara says he says you should already uh, be established on the path. What that means is you've established that you are certainly going. So then, then, but once you've established it, because otherwise it's going to be a brach but if you've established that you're certainly going, you could already, isn't that what, uh, bro, we'll get to it in a second. So, but if uh, you've already established that you're going, so then you could already say before you left. <laughs> the Magan Avraham disagrees, he says, nearly, you can't say it as long as you're still within the city, The b'saych ayinamah as long as you're within uh, 70 amos of the last house of the city, so then you're still in the outskirts of the city, you can't say tefillah sederach, so you have to wait until you've already started the journey. So the Maggad seems to have understood like the Baal has is which is that it's not a uh, asking permission to go, in which case I could ask before I left, it is that a tefillah be surah So if it's a tefillah be'e sara, you already have to be be'e sara. you already have to be be'e second, you already have to be, you have to be uh, on the way. This might depend on two souls in the Gemara, if you look back at Oys Beis, I <coughs> underline that the Gemara said Misha Shemah When you are traveling, which implies you're already on the way. If you look at the rush, the rush at a different gear. in the Gemara, this is the Gears of the Rif over here. Oys he, he says Misha He uh, sounds like he's grabbing hold. He's established that he's leaving, and that's what the Taz picked up on. That as long as you've established that you're going. Uh, something that seems more permanent, established that you're going, even if you haven't left yet already. Uh, so then you could already recite tefillah. So and this seems to be related to the issue of what is tefillah tederach. Is it a, uh, asking permission before you leave? That's why Rashi held has to be within the first power, So perhaps it's a tefillah based sir, in which case you could say it the whole journey, but you have to wait till you're on the journey in order to say it. The Mishnah is like the Magen So that's why we wait until we're already started the journey. Um, we don't do like the Taz, but we try and say within the first parasis. so the window of saying it is sometimes, if you're traveling in the, you know, more uh, contemporary modes of transportation, that's why the window is tight, at least lechach you could say it later, but to say it feels right there if the window is a little tight, yeah. so you travel a very long time, but always be an area with habitation. If yes. From New York, from New Jersey, you say it. Yes will get to your point in two, in two minutes, yes. It'd definitely going can go to Los Angeles. The Gemara yeah. <laughs> tells us in uh this, <laughs> this seems to be related to another debate within, uh, within the halakhs of Tfilas HaDerek. We discuss why is there a Tfilas HaDerek, but also there seems to be a debate as to how it was implemented. How did Chazal institute this Tfilas HaDerek? The two issues are probably related. The Gemara tells us in Mesech I give it to you about y- Oishches, typically a bracha begins, that has any length to it, begins with a barach and ends uh, with barach. So Titus asks, but what about tefillah sadarach? It's somewhat of a lengthy bracha, uh, but it doesn't uh, begin with barach. It begins, and it concludes, with but it doesn't uh, begin with barach. Why not? So Titus explains, because it's not a bracha. It's a Tfilah to the Rebani and that is the opinion of the tour that you don't have to begin Tfilas HaDerech with Baruch, because it's not a bracha. He says, it's not a bracha on a certain uh, experience, however, then the tour quotes from the Rami Rutenberg, that uh, before he would go, the, the Rami Rutenberg was mocked, but the say, tfilis, it sounds like the Taz also, he was mocked, but the say Tfilas HaDerech, sounds like in the morning with Birch shachar. perhaps even before he left, is one of the proofs to the Taz, that he said it even before he left, uh, after, after, goyim el chassadim, toivim la'am Yisrael. In that way, uh, it was, uh, he said, that's why it doesn't begin with Baruch. Even though it is a bracha, it doesn't begin with Baruch because it's part of a series of brachas. Anytime you have a that's part that has any length to it, as part of a series of brachas, it doesn't begin with Baruch. Like Shemana <laughs> it Esrei, like, <laughs> it's a bracha smucha <laughs> Or uh, Shev a brachas, uh, half of them don't begin with Baruch because it's a bracha smucha lechavrta. <laughs> so the Marami Rutenberg held that Tvilos Haderach uh, was a bracha smucha and therefore it doesn't uh, begin with Baruch. The Marami Rutenberg seems to have understood Tvilos Haderach as a bracha. Whereas the tour and Taisim uh, Sachem understood it as a uh, tefillah. It seems also to be a machleig between the ra- the and the Avudraham uh, over here Ois because most brachas have to begin have to have shameu malchus. The Gemara says in brachas and dafu every bracha has to have shameu malchus. Hashem Why doesn't this have shameu malchus? So the Avudraham quotes him the because the only time you need shamu malchus is when it's a permanent bracha. A bracha we say all the time on a regular basis. If it's a bracha you say once in a while, there's no shameu malchus. And the Raham himself disagrees. There is no such exception to the rule. Every bracha should have shame in malchus. Why is there no shame in malchus by tfilah Sadera? Because it, all it is is a tfilah It's not a bracha. It doesn't have to conform to the general rules of bracha. So this seems to be a machla, I guess, between the two and Marami Rutenberg, uh, whether or not it's a bracha or whether or not it's a tfilah. It's in the Shulchan Arach we quote the opinion the Shulchan Arach quotes in Marami Rutenberg that you should try and be sameche to a bracha. Um, so that's why uh, the Mishnah Brewer says, uh, we're not going to say by Birch HaShachar, because you have to be already on the path, on your way. So if you're davening on the way, you could be... I've done that, you feel like very good, like I'm doing the Marami Rutenberg Ramesh. So if you are daven on the way... Huh? He was he traveling already? When he did? He, so the Taz says he wasn't traveling, and that's what he can say before you leave. The from said, no, he was traveling already, and that's why he did it. He was davening on the way. What are you talking about? you leave before Allah like, Rutenberg? Travel on the way. I, whenever, I've done that, do you feel, I, feel, I feel, feel great. But anyway, if you're not davening, uh, if you're not uh, saying it on the way, before you leave, you can't do the Chapa Marami Rutenberg. So the Shulchanach recommends Kharkhila. Be machmir for the Rami Rosenberg. If you're not, not. They but the Mr. Bura say. says to say it after Asher Yatzar or after you a bracha choreina. The um, best place right. to say it would be in Shmackalenu. In Shmack. No. If you're davening along the way, you could, way. It you could say it I in Shmackalenu. Yeah, because it's it is Shmackalenu. Yeah, but the ma- yeah, if it's a tefillah, yeah, it, Shmackalenu. The Rami Rosenberg was chayish the so you could say it for sure in no, Shmackalenu. It's a bracha, why can't you say you it? You could. You could definitely I'm include in Shmackalenu. You yeah. do it, something? So if you say a bracha, so the problem with a bracha Rishayna is then, is if you're attaching it to a bracha that precedes it, you're going to say a bracha Rishayna Shehachal, Neyab you're going to have to drink first. That's already a hefzik between the bracha and then Tefilos HaDerech. So bracha Rishayna is not ideal question if it's considered Brachas Mukhal Kabita. They say no, Mr. Bruce says you say Asha Yatzar and then uh T Yosad Mukh Kab is usually It was so part so or, the que- so that's like, the basis if says once it's part of a sequence, it doesn't matter whether now it finds itself in the sequence or it doesn't now find itself in a sequence. You should be able to say it without beginning bark even if it's not Situated now in a sequence, that's a machlekes and brachas milcha Does it actually have to be in a sequence, or was established as part of a sequence. But over here, the Marami Rubenberg tried to make it uh, with a bracha. So Mishnah Bru recommends to do it with Asher or to do it with a uh, uh, bruchah. We really, though, don't, don't, we're machmer for the Marami Rubenberg, but if you can't do it like that, uh, so then you can say it anyway. But this machlekes has a relevance to a very common uh, issue uh, with regards to whether or not you could be mighty someone else in tefillah saderech. Because if it's a bracha, I could be mighty someone else. If it's a tefillah, so the Ran writes over here, Mesechthus Rosh Hashanah quotes him in the Talmudu Shalmi and Mesechthus Brachis, that Kola Brachis Kulon, Aphapisha Yatsa Maiti, I can be multi other people in certain brachis, with three exceptions. Not brachis if I am not obligated in benching, you can't be mighty someone else, you have to be obligated have to eat in yourself. Um, if you eat and you can't be mighty someone, but not if you're not obligated. Uh, every person has to learn on their own, so you can't be mighty someone else in Kriyashma And in the Chachila, you're not supposed to be mighty someone else either, because every person, every person should uh, ask for mercy for themselves. If the other person doesn't know how to daven, you could daven for them, but every person should daven for themselves. So if Tfilas haderech is a bracha, I could be like someone else, Isn't like Marami was Wittenberg. Was that was for people who didn't know how to daven. If you don't know how to daven, that's why now we're not Yaiti with Chazar shots, we know how to daven. Oh. are supposed to be yes, with That's why it's a question. Why do we continue to do Chazar Shashats? <laughs> right, but right, uh, otherwise, right. that's he the answer. Zibor, right, but uh, right. really, we're not being mighty anyone into dabbing same with Chazar uh, Shashats. Same as Rob. So, so, <laughs> Right? any yes? Yes. So in the Tshuva's Kenyan Torah, he suggests that this issue depends upon whether or not Tfilos Haderach is a bracha or a tfilah. If it's a bracha, you can't be mozi other people. If it's a tfilah, really, uh, you should not be mozi other people. And that's the generally accepted psach, le Everyone should say Tfilos Haderach on their own, because we really paskin it's a tfilah. It doesn't have to be next to another bracha. But if other people will not make it, then you can be mozi them. Every single trip you ever take with a large trip where a rabbi and trying to say, I'm saying Filsaderev <laughs> and everybody have a mind to me about Yotsi. And he says that that's not really the best thing you really should say to That's not right. Really? Yeah, of course. You can say I'm in it then, No. Of course, you could be Yaytzeh with him. But, but, but ideally, you should it on your own. A man's, a man's, a man's this issue also is probably related to another issue that's discussed yeah. in the Gemara over here. Where the Gemara discusses how is a person supposed to uh, s- situate himself when he's saying Tfil Sederach. Third line <laughs> back in Oiz <coughs> Beis. <they're> <anime> <laughs> uh, how do you say Tefillah Sederach? <laughs> <laughs> Hefchizda <shedle> said, you have to be standing. Hefchizda <laughs> said, even if you're traveling... So one time Rav Chizna and Rav Sheshis were traveling together, Rav Chizna stopped to say it standing, Rav Sheshis, who was blind, said, what is Rav Chizna doing? They told me, he's saying, Tfilas HaDerech, so he said, stand me up, I also want to say Tfilas HaDerech, they said to him, but you hold that you could say it even while you're traveling, he said, Mi'yos, about Mikri rah. Okay, if, why not do like, uh, like Rav Chizna. But how should we uh, paskin? Do you have to say to us standing or sitting? So Toys just writes, I give it to you at the end of his base. Toys says, come So we hold you could say it while you're sitting or traveling. And uh, But the Riff paskin like Rav Chizda. Look, Rav even did like Rav So the Riff paskin, the, at least we should do like uh, Rav Chizda. So that's what it says in the Shulchan Aruch when a person is uh, saying to you, if he can, even to stop the car, Person should try and stop the car, get out, say to Felix, he's, he's already on the trip. So you have to wait till you leave, shalir, stop the car, pull over, say to Felix, if you're on a bus, you can stand up and say to Felix, if you're on a train, you can stand up and say to Felix, if you're on an airplane, <laughs> so you already just said, you're supposed to say it in the first part, they're taxiing right as they get off, you try standing up, now <laughs> they'll throw you off the plane, right? And we end up on YouTube. <laughs> on so horse, don't try that. What? You don't get off the horse. If you're on a horse, so that's what the Mishnah says, ideally, you don't have to, if it's going to delay your journey, you don't have to. So if like, I'm going to lose time, or you're in a rush, you don't have to do this. But ideally, you should stop the horse. So you don't have to get off the horse, but you should stop the horse. You the horse, the horse run away yeah, but you have to, should ideally stop the horse as opposed to being rochov, but if not, like on the airplane nowadays, you have to say it while you're traveling, or if you have a whole family, it's going to be a geshef to stop the car and get out and say tefila you could say it uh, while you're traveling, but ideally a person should try and say it, um, get, at, sit, uh, get off and say it. Why should why should one say one way or the other? Why should it have to be that you're standing or sitting? So if it's a bracha, you could say a bracha while you're sitting. What's the difference? But if uh, Tvila tzaderech is a tefila... So ideally, tefillah is uh, oftentimes supposed to be said with kavanah, so you're supposed to, or a different type of kavanah, or perhaps standing, you're standing before the Rebbe So therefore, if it's a tefillah, we can understand the position more, that ideally you should be standing, and that's why it fits with the general position of the Shulchan Aruch. It sounds like Me'ikra, didn't we paskin? Uh, tefillah Sederach is a tefillah. Nan a Yabrachah. So you're standing before the re-bundish, Bakasha, it's, yeah. But it makes more sense. If it's a tefillah, we understand why perhaps you have to be standing. Yes, yes, I understand. That's all the different positions. We're trying everything. We stood now. Now we're going like this. Now we sit like this. That tefillah, Tachnin, is all exhausting all options. That didn't work. Now we sit down. Does walking qualify for traveling? Of course. That's the That's the gold standard. But the mice is, you many times, about, many about, times, we don't say <laughs> tefillah people are traveling. what do I want say? What about if you're in an inhabited area? Oh, so dangerous. right now. I'm walking at night, and I have to go through a five-block radius that's... to so the assumption was, that it wasn't dangerous. If you know that it is dangerous, then Mr. Brewer says, it sounds like you know that it is dangerous, you could even say it, B'Shaychi Brewer but but the question is, the question is like this, the question is, why don't we say Tefillah Sederach, people commute all the times from places that are far away, no one is saying Tefillah Sederach every day, are they doing wrong, what, what what's going on? So why don't we say tefillah sederah as much as we should, or it sounds like, based on the rules, we should be saying it much more than we do. So perhaps one justification is that everywhere we go is inhabited. It's hard to go 70 uh, amos out of a place which is uh, uninhabited. Everywhere we go is inhabited. That could be one uh, explanation, but that would not apply to all situations. Or it could be uh, because our traveling is not dangerous. The danger that's being described by the uh, Chazal is a person Listen. who's going to encounter uh, thieves or animals along the way. That's what we mentioned in the text necessary. of Tziyos Haderech. So if, when carjacking was popular, York, so maybe then uh, there were pirates on the road. So then remember those times. So then uh, steal the stereos. So then it, it applied in our time. Carjacking is out of uh, it's, it's uh, not think. in vogue anymore, Baruch Hashem. So what are we really saying to us really really for? Air travel. So the air travel you're going to encounter. Oh, so the question is. Chazal never instituted it for accidents, car accidents. That wasn't what they had in mind. So maybe one reason we don't say Tefilas Haderech as much as we should is because the dangers that Chazal instituted Tefilas Haderech to address, we don't encounter. What do we encounter? Accidents. <laughs> that's what everyone's afraid of. But that's not what Chazal had in mind. However, if that's the case, we should never say Tfilas Haderech. However, if Sternbach explains, suggestion to save the Truvis van Hagen's name of Chazanish that no, nowadays we say Tfilas Haderech not because of Chayas and Listim. But we say tefillah Haderach because of accidents. That's also a fear that should uh, evoke Tfilos Haderach. Huh? I, I I a, I'm a okay, with. fine. Great. We the problem to to is the, then, if that's the case, most accidents, a, AAA, most accidents occur within five miles of your home. Right. Then we should all be saying tefillah Haderach within the city. Why don't right. we say tefillah Haderach within the city? So I believe that the answer to all of this is the following: is Ezra. Is you really should be able to say it in the city, you should be able to say it even if uh, you're commuting every day. We don't say we only say it when we're traveling on an unusual trip that we usually don't take. And I believe that the reason is because of the following. We have in Hilch Shabbos a rule that Gemara has misaf this Yuma based on the passing parishes. That even a suffix wa Shabbos. What's the suffix sakana machalo Shabbos? So the Pisrechuven Yardaya quotes him the for if it's echemine eleph al one in the thousands. Uh, he, a guy stubs his toe and he's afraid he's gonna die. He wants to take uh, Ambulance to the hospital. It's ridiculous. We're not Michael Shabbos for such a person who's concerned with ridiculous things Because he read once in the National Enquirer a man stubs toe and dies. That's not <laughs> Legitimate to be Michael Shabbos. It's not a suffix. We're not chashish for however to the other extreme as well. Let's say a guy uh, is in a situation where it's a meal uh, One in ten people there's mortality rate and he says I don't care it doesn't bother me. We would not allow a person to take that risk upon himself. That's shemar uh, tamid nafser shecham. You're not allowed to do that. And if we we'll would be shabbos, we'd make him be the. Magen Avram quotes from the Radbaz. We'd make him be mechalal shabbos. But what if it's like well, many situations somewhere in the middle? It's not an echemini miny alaf but it's not a miyad It doesn't happen to one in ten people that uh, in the mortality rate or uh, you know something like that. So what if it's in the middle? So the chazanish as well as the kafiz hell held that depends on the person. If he's nervous, we could be mechalal shabbos. If he's not nervous then we're not Mechal Shabbos. So I believe that the same thing is true with regards to Tfilah Sa'derech. We Pask and it's a Tefillah, and it's a Institute, a person who's in a dangerous situation. So most of the time, if we travel something every day, we just don't think about it, and we're not scared, and it doesn't uh, enter into our consciousness that we're doing something dangerous. So we're not nervous. We don't say Tfilah Sa'derech. You could, if you would be nervous, maybe you could say Tfilah Sa'derech, even within the city. But if you're not nervous, and something we do every day, most people... Right? Dr. Rush should not be nervous with the things that they do every day. So that would be a problem. So if he's not nervous, then he doesn't say tefill tzederech. When we do something unusual, so, even if a guy flies, I think if a guy flies every week back and forth with a red eye, he probably wouldn't say Tfil Unless he gets nervous every time, he probably wouldn't say Tfil there. Therefore, we only would say Tfiel there when we're doing something that makes us nervous. So, many people get nervous when they're traveling <laughs> in an airplane or they're traveling <laughs> far away. So then they all of a sudden get nervous and they say Tfil Sadarah. But otherwise, we're not nervous, so we shouldn't say Tfil So You could. You but, could. But, but if you're going to do that. But, but most people, you could. And ready. if you're going to do that, first of all, you could do that. The question is, most people don't do that, so what are they, and I think that this makes uh, a lot, uh, a lot, well, like most English people time. don't say Tfiel Sederach every time they, they travel to the Muncie. a lot more just, uh, <laughs> rural. rural, rural those, like, most people say Tfiel so in the country. Who says Tfiel Sederach traveling to the country, country, country have, every Shabbos? Right? I don't know anybody who says Tfiel Sederach every yeah. country. Yeah. Huh? Anybody says Tfiel Sederach, country every yeah. Shabbos, 17? Yeah, sure. To supposed to? I don't know. I don't know if you're supposed to. You're nervous traveling. Many people are nervous, nervous traveling at 17. Why is it different? I, no, it should be. <laughs> Why is it Anyway, <laughs> the British Lamb should protect us the on the Derech. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it different? There there? <laughs> it's it's a What's the Sakana? Is It's Derek. I just say Sakana. was a. <laughs>